0: Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show. We're developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. Remember, you can call the Dr. Wyatt Show Monday through Thursday, 4.30 p.m. to 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time with your marriage questions. The phone number is 720 307 If you don't get me, leave a voicemail with your question, and I'll address it on the next Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. Today I'm going to talk about four steps to reverse a loveless marriage. None of us get married to eventually fall out of love. No one would spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on a big fancy wedding if they knew one day they're going to fall out of love. But unfortunately, that's what happens to a lot of couples. They start out madly in love. They can't get enough of each other. Everything's amazing. So they get married. And then before long, down the road, they fall out of love. Now, if you view being in love as a mystery and as magical, then if you fall out of love, you can feel like there's no hope. But I'm going to show you a model that can actually make couples fall back in love and help them stay in love. And I call it the love buckets. You may have read about this on my blog, you may have heard me talk about this elsewhere, but it's one of the most powerful ways to sustain a healthy relationship long-term. Because all of us want to stay in love. When you're in love, you're happy. When you're in love, you have fair proof your relationship. You wouldn't want anybody else because you're satisfied and fulfilled in your marriage. So, the first thing to go through is this whole love bucket model. So all of us have a love bucket inside of us. And it takes certain things to fill it up. And when it gets all the way full, we fall in love with the person who's filling it up. So usually when we're dating and courting in the beginning, our partner is doing an amazing job filling up our love bucket, they're a faucet. And they have that water turned on full blast. So our love bucket's getting fuller and fuller and fuller until finally we fall in love with them. And marriage seems like the most logical choice. But what happens after marriage is a lot of partners, whether they mean to or don't, they turn down the water faucet. And now that gush of water that they were using to pour up, fill up our love buckets, it's now turned down to a drip. So they're just barely dripping water into our love bucket. And simultaneously, they start doing things we don't like, things that hurt our feelings, things that bother us. And that creates a hole in the bottom of our love bucket, and then water starts flowing out. Water starts leaking. So before long, what happens in long-term relationships is this full love bucket that made you fall in love in the first place gets lower and lower and lower until it's dry. And when love buckets get dry, that's when you're in winter season and that's when you can start feeling hopeless. I don't feel in love anymore. Is this ever going to get better? If you follow this model and you're both teachable, it can and it will get better. So the whole idea behind this is finding out what are the top three things your partner needs to to feel loved and satisfied and the top three things you do that makes them feel negative toward you And if you can start mastering those different elements, eventually their love bucket's gonna get fuller again. So let's break it down. So this is step number two. Step number two is the fillers. What's a filler? A filler is anything that makes your partner feel loved and satisfied. It can be affection, it can be sex, it can be recreation together, it can be emotional intimacy, it can be quality time, it can be supporting their interest, The list goes on and on everyone's different and so what's going to make you feel loved and satisfied is going to be different than what makes me feel loved and satisfied or someone else feel loved and satisfied so the first goal is you have to find out what are the top three things that makes you feel loved and satisfied what are they and what are your partners you have to find this information out it's the most important thing you can learn And some of us know what makes us feel loved and satisfied right away. We can list it off. Others of us, we haven't really thought about it. And we may need to take some time to really reflect, what do I need? What does make me loved and satisfied? Most likely, it's the behaviors your partner did in the beginning, which made you fall in love with them. So you may need to go back to that beginning and think about what did they do when we were first dating and first getting to know each other and first married? What did they do to make me fall in love with them? What were their behaviors? So those are the fillers. Those are all the things that's going to fill up your love bucket, all the things that makes you feel loved and satisfied. As a side note, it can be interesting to think about where do those things come from for you? Most of the time, the things we need to feel loved and satisfied, it's either how we were loved growing up, so that's what we think of when we think of love, or it's what we never got growing up, and that's why we need it so bad today. So it's just always interesting to try to connect the dots back to the origins of why you need these three things to feel loved and satisfied. So step number three is the drainers. The drainers are the opposite. The drainers are the things that you do that makes your partner feel negative toward you. Some common examples can include the way you parent, the way you handle money, addictions, if you're controlling, if you're critical, if you have harsh anger, if you're a slob. All sorts of things can be drainers for your partner. And every time they see you doing it or they experience you doing it, water just leaked out of their bucket. And so it's vital to find out what are the top three things that you do that are drainers for your partner and what are the top three things that they do that are drainers for you. You have to identify your drainers because this is going to negate all of the fillers. You could be doing an amazing job filling up your partner's love bucket, but if simultaneously you're doing all these drainer behaviors, it's gonna leak right out. It's gonna negate all of your good effort of filling up their love bucket. So in my marriage, here's an example. So my wife, one of her fillers is emotional intimacy. She loves to sit down and have quality conversation with me and she wants me to be really validating and empathetic and ask her a lot of questions and really know what's going on inside of her heart. That's emotional intimacy for her, and the more I do that, the more I provide that, the more it fills up her love bucket. That's a huge filler for her, emotional intimacy. One of her big drainers is if I provide unsolicited advice, and so that's a trap I have to be careful of because I'm a fixer at heart. I love helping. I love providing ideas and suggestions, but you don't want to do that unless your partner asks So I have to constantly watch out for my impulse to want to make suggestions on what my wife should do. So if she's sharing and she's venting and she's distressed about something, my natural instinct is to tell her what to do or to make some suggestions on what could help. But that's not what she wants. That makes her feel like I'm trying to fix her. What she wants is for me to listen and validate and empathize and only give advice if she asks for it. So I could be doing an amazing job listening, validating, empathizing. That's the filler. But the moment I start making suggestions, if she doesn't ask me, now I just did a drainer. So it negates all of my effort with the filler. So that's how it goes. You have to learn both the fillers your partner needs, but also the drainers that they don't like. So that leads me to number four, which is the goal. What is the goal of the Love Bucket model? The goal is to become a master at filling up your partner's love bucket while simultaneously you're reducing and eliminating all of your drainer behaviors. So let me say that again. The goal of the love bucket model is to become a master at filling up your partner's love bucket by doing their three fillers on a regular basis while you're also eliminating and reducing all of the drainer behaviors they don't like. If you can learn to master that, you become irresistible because you are consistently filling up your partner's love bucket and that will make them fall back in love with you and stay in love with you. So I always encourage couples to create this list. You want to have a list of your partner's top three fillers that they need and the top three drainers that you do that they do not like. And then you want to look at that list every day because looking at your partner's fillers and drainers, Will help you become more mindful of what you're doing most of us just waltz in and out of our marriage mindlessly we're not thinking about the impact we're having with our behaviors and our words for you to become a good partner you have to become intentional you have to be thoughtful about what you're doing and this is what you need to be thinking about what are the three fillers i can be doing today what are the top three drainers i need to make sure i'm not doing today that's becoming Mindful. That's becoming intentional. And when you do that before long, your partner's love bucket is going to get fuller. And that's when you start becoming irresistible. They start falling back in love with you and they stay in love with you. So I encourage couples to get into a rhythm of once a week, you pull out this list and you ask each other, how did I do this past week? How did I do on your three fillers? Can you give me some feedback What went well? What didn't go well? How could I improve? Can you give me some examples? And then likewise, ask about the drainers. How did I do this past week on those three drainers that I tend to do that you don't like? Did they go well? Was it not good? How could I get better? You want to have the spirit of a student when you're getting feedback. Don't get defensive when they give you feedback. Don't get get just frustrated when they're giving you that feedback. You wanna avoid the two extremes. The one extreme is defensive. The other extreme is defeated. So defensive says, well, that's not my fault why I did that. And defeated says, well, why try? I'm never gonna get this right. Avoid those two extremes, because then it becomes about you. And that will make your partner feel hopeless and discouraged. So instead, when you're asking for feedback on their fillers, and you're asking for feedback on their drainers, try to be teachable have the spirit of a student, and students are eager to learn, and they ask questions, and they clarify, and they're motivated. That's the spirit that's going to encourage your partner. They're going to feel like you care, and that's going to motivate them to do the same thing with your list. So that's four ways to reverse a loveless marriage. Number one, it's the love bucket model number two we went through the fillers the top things top three things you need to feel loved and satisfied number three we went through the drainers the top three things your partner does that you don't like that makes you feel negative toward them and then we went through number four which is the goal the goal of the love bucket model is to excel at filling up your partner's love bucket while minimizing and reducing your drainers that drain it down if you do that long enough You will fall back in love and stay in love. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Wyatt Show. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to click the five stars and leave a review. If this podcast has made a positive impact on your marriage, I would love to have you on the show and hear your story because your story will inspire countless others. For more resources on this model, look up Loveless Marriage, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, and you'll see an article on it with all the details. Again, Loveless Marriage, Dr. Wyatt Fisher. And remember, your marriage is alive. If you care for it and nurture it, it will grow and heal. If you neglect it and deprive it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.